0: Can I get a year? Yurt! yurt.
1: yurt.
0: <laughs> Yo, it's mad funny. Uh Cedric just texted us and let us know that he won't be able to talk until his it's his time. So I was only expecting to hear Cedric's voice when it was his his monologue. And then now he just starts screaming, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah. There there, there we have it. Welcome. Welcome, welcome to Nick's chat of the day after. Happy Monday, good people. Listen, there's been some controversy on the timeline I see about my thought process about Mondays being my favorite day. Listen, I'm all an interpretation kind of guy. You know what I mean? I'm the kind of guy that likes to reinterpret the negatives And find a way to make it work for me. So I enjoy Mondays. Because so many people dislike Mondays. So I think to myself. How can I make Monday work for me? And I love Mondays. So happy Monday good people. And I hope you feel as good as I feel. On this Monday. And I hope you had a good weekend. Um, I'm not going to ask said Per his rules. I'm not going to ask him how he's doing. Because he said he can't talk. Even though he just screamed seven times. So I'll go to breathe.
2: yeah oh, hey. I'm, I got a call. I'm supposed to be on, but it hasn't started yet. So I'm,
3: I'm not oh, here. Okay. <laughs> I
2: I uh, I too am a am a lover of Mondays. I uh, I'm gonna respond to Nick and Nader's tweet with a video, and uh, just for everybody who knows, it's an old video. I did not cut my locks, but uh, yeah. Shout out to Monday. Shout out to happy happy Monday. Happy happy new week. God hey. bless you. Hey. Love well, a new week. I feel like it's a fresh start. Breeze, how you doing, man? I ain't
0: gonna
4: lie. I didn't know. Said didn't cut the lock. I thought the Knicks had you in your bag, and you just said "fuck it," and then you just cut that shit off. So I'm glad it's still it's still alive. But I'm good over here. I'm
0: good over here. Well, you're not too good because you sound like a robot. Okay, you're really? not doing too well. You sound no, like yeah. You sound like R2D2. So I'm gonna need you to go on down and come right back up, and we'll figure it out.
2: I think my face is slimmer too Than that video right now So I just, you know, just for those who are who are looking at that I, I think, I, you know okay. Peloton said All right. it's
0: here Alright, there we go, we have it um, But welcome uh, Happy next Saturday after Hope everybody's doing well Hope you're taking care of yourselves Hope your weekend was amazing um, My weekend was great um, Last night I decided to go out to the club With some friends, celebrate a friend's birthday And then, uh almost automatically reminded me of why I hate the clubs. Um, it's pointless. I don't see the use of it. And I'm over it. I've been over it, but I'm really over it now. So you won't see me. Don't invite me to no damn club. I don't care who birthday it is. On a fucking Sunday?
4: On a Sunday? Wait, the club on a Wait, am I audible now?
0: I'm yeah, you're good. you good now. You're back.
4: All right. Club on a Sunday is, is nasty work. No, nah, it, it, it is. It is.
0: It is. <laughs> It is, um, but uh, you know, friends were very adamant about being out. Talked about it for two weeks, and it was just not worth my time. I had a good time, but it's just when I like in hindsight, when you think about it, I'm like that was not worth it. Um, can can you
4: can you give me inside of like the three things you hate about club life? Like if
0: you had to do three, it, it's well, so so usually it's because nobody enjoys each other's company. Everybody just stare at each other because this was a private event. And everybody there knew knew the girl, the birthday girl. Everybody was having a good time with each other. That's the only con, pro I had about it. Con, um, too expensive, especially with the type of way I enjoy clubbing. Too expensive. Um, hookah's never that good. I make my own hookah really great. The hookah in the club is trash. And the drinks are mid. Um, and the music is not my type of music I enjoy partying to. I do not want to hear drill music the entire night and and like... I don't just I just don't enjoy that music anymore. I'm more of an R&B guy, if you know that. Um, so I just my partying style is just way different than the kids. And I'm only 32, but still. All right. Enough of my life. Um, let's talk with next. Let's, let's talk about why you all are here to talk about the this damn basketball team. Um, so if you look up at the Jumbotron, you can see the next chat of the day after thread, where we keep the conversation going. Shout out Chat Gang, hundreds in the comments for chat gang. We appreciate y'all keeping the conversation alive on the timeline. Um, you can use the top thread, or you can use the bottom right-hand corner. That's where you also can keep the combo going. I love me some chat gang, man. They got a special place in my heart. Y'all know how we do. Uh, so shout out to you, chat gang. Let's talk about this team. The New York Knicks went up against the Toronto Raptors, What what feels like the 100th time. And lost 116, 125. So, I do not have any takes about the production that I saw last night. I'm not talking about it. What I will talk about is a few things. Number one, any coach that doesn't know how to utilize its players <laughs> shouldn't it be coaching that team. And, in part, any front office that doesn't know how to utilize its assets, shouldn't be running that organization. And that's just facts. I think the bare minimum of, like, being a coach in the NBA and the National Basketball Association in a pro league, if you don't know how to utilize the players you have, especially in injuries, you do not need to coach the team. And because that coach is still being allowed to be the person utilizing the players. If it's not working and it's been continuously not working for now going on three years, that front office that hired him, if they're not going to give up on him, should go as well. But I digress. Um, This New York Knicks team is one of those teams that 20 years from now, you're going to see some player that was one of the 15 guys, or one of the guys who left, one of these players are going to do a documentary. They're going to be on a documentary and talk about how awful of a time it was and how much the coach had no clue what he was doing. I.e., if you ever heard anybody talk about Larry Brown and his tenure with the Knicks, Jared Jeffries maybe, Q Rich, one of those guys, listen to how they talk about Larry Brown and say literally, literally, it was one of the worst experiences they had with a coach. Shannon Ch- Fry talked about being with Larry Brown and how his very first game, he was a lottery pick, his very first game, he got a DMP. And he went to Larry Brown and he said, like, what? And Larry Brown literally forgot he was on the bench. That is giving me very much Tom Thibodeau. Very much. Um, I'm like. I've been really frustrated with this team these last few weeks, even when we were winning. I've been kind of frustrated with this team. And I think Tom Thibodeau plays a huge part in that. And last night showed why? His, his unwillingness to go to his bench when he no, doesn't have a bench, his unwillingness to truly coach what's on the floor it not within his notepad or notebook or his brain outside. Like you have to be an adjustable coach in this league. And he's just unwilling to do it. It's been hard to watch this team. Listen, I don't want to watch any basketball team that allows Evan Fournier to shoot almost 10 baskets. I don't want to watch that team. I don't want to, I don't want to do it. I'm doing it because of my commitment to my love for the blue and orange and to KCDA and my you all, but I don't want to watch a team that allows Evan Fournier to shoot 10 baskets. With our only bench scorer injured, I we only had one bench scorer that was in a rotation that could s- score. You mean to tell me you still wouldn't give Cam Reddish minutes? If I was Cam Reddish, I wouldn't come to the games anymore. I wouldn't come. To, it's, it's now at this point, is disrespect and a slap in the face. I wouldn't come anymore. If you mean to tell me there's nobody on the bench that can score when we need scoring, and there's a guy on the bench who has shown you, yeah, he may had a, he had a rough stint, rough 10 games. But God damn. Evan Fournier got 21 minutes, bro. I don't know. At some point, we got to admit this and I want us all to turn our volume, volumes up, listen to me very clearly. At some point, we got to admit, we missed Mark Berman. Yeah, I said it. We missed Mark Berman. The media complained and cried about not having a chance to ask questions, and then they managed to ask the same bullshit over and fucking over. At this point, We never got to ask why we lost the game again. Not this season, at least. We don't have to ask why we lost the game. It's literally the same reason every single game. We fell flat in the fourth. Guys either started lethargic or they ended lethargic, either or. And we couldn't defend the three. That's the answer every single time we want to ask why we lost the game or what happened. Those three points is why we lost the game. I got some better questions. How about we ask why we traded a first-round pick for a guy who doesn't get off the bench? How about that? How about asking why Evan Fournier got more minutes than Obi Toppin and Obi Toppin had 14 points in eight minutes? How about that? How about asking why do we pack the paint on defense when guys aren't even going in the paint against us in today's modern NBA? Why are we packing the paint? And then we've, how about you ask him, since you've seen that that hasn't worked so many times, why don't you change your defensive strategy? I got even better questions. How about asking why is it that we haven't traded Cam Reddish yet, and the date to begin trades was over a month ago? How about that? Even better. How about we ask Tom Thibodeau why he still don't got a girl, and and he's soon about to be at a King Vaughn concert? Hosted by Biggie and Tupac. How about you ask Tim's dad? Ask the real questions that y'all beg to ask. Because if I hear one more, I got to look at the fucking tape. If you ask him a direct and a a, a tangible question, his answer can't be he got to look at the tape. Because you can't look at the fucking tape to explain why Cam Reddish can't get 10 minutes and Evan Fournier can't. What they are doing to Obi Toppin is malpractice. And a judge, a federal judge, should look at this case. Because Obi averages 14 minutes in his career. And he's a lottery pick. Top 10 pick at that. And let me give you a stat that's going to fuck your head up. In the last 10 years, up until his draft, The only top ten players that averaged less than fifteen minutes in their first three years—I'm gonna give you these names: Jimmer Fredette, Thomas Robinson, Anthony Bennett, and Don Maker. That's the only four guys who's averaged less than fifteen minutes in the first three years of their season of their career. Obi Toppin has been never given a fair shot, and the fact. That he is going to lose out on generational wealth as of right now because this coach does not does not know how to properly manage his rotations, is grounds for attention from the federal government. And Obi's gonna be gone, right? And if I was Obi, while I was while I'm leaving. While I'm leaving out the arena, the locker room, whatever, for the last time, because I know I'm out of here, I would punt Tom Thibodeau's head into the fucking blue seats in the garden on my way out. Last thing I'm going to say about this team, and I'm going to go to my brothers and go to the co-host, with the Cavs, this is our next few games, the Cavs, the Celtics, the Nets, and the Lakers and we are ready on a four-game losing streak. In my opinion, as of right now, is we are looking real war ready. That means get the fucking tanks out and wrap this shit up. I've seen enough. breezes
4: on you. So, if you get fired from a job, And you are, all all of your flaws is on display. And then you're in position to talk about them. So you verbally hear some of your flaws. Then you get the opportunity with a franchise you always dreamed of. With your quote unquote dream job. And you then never begin to work on any of your fucking flaws. It is mind-boggling to me, bro. You, Tibbs, you, you, you're not, look, you're not good at your job, bro. You are not good at your job. And at some point, you have to take accountability. Because every time people give you questions from the media where it seems like, yo, there is no way to media train your way around this when you have to answer it. It's all, you sound like Joe in 2000. Study, study. you don't got none of the answers fam you don't you th- you always gotta go to the tape I want to look at it again like Julito said you just not good fam now if if the next so I, I this trade deadline I, I was looking forward to it I'm not looking forward to it anymore because I could just tell with when, when something's not gonna happen I just feel like I feel all of the vibes that nothing is gonna happen right now right but if you're not going to change the personnel, you at least need to change who is in charge of the personnel. Because right now, like, this, let, 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 I just for this game, just from this Raptors game, let me tell you some of the things that happened and you still lost. Your big three combined for 74 points from your big three. You got the most bench production you got in weeks. <laughs> because oh, oh more than more than two people scored 44% from 3, 49% from the field and you still lost. You still lost. He cannot get anything more out of anybody on the roster than he has already gotten. Julius Randle was an all-star. He won't be an MVP. He won't. I'm sorry. You're not gonna get any more than that. If Jalen Brunson is an all star, that is the maximum potential for Jalen Brunson. R.J. Barrett, you haven't gotten anything more from R.J. than what we have previously seen. Yesterday was a good game for R.J. By the way, too. Thirty points, seven boards, five assists. Um, for eighteen shooting. And the, the crazy part is it wasn't a byproduct of anything Tibbs did. It was a byproduct of Emmanuel quickly being out. So that RJ then assumed the secondary playmaking responsibilities. You don't get credit for that, fam. That's not something you did. Right? So let's let's do. For all of the this is why I, I have a hard time criticizing the players lately. I just been watching saying, you know, one or two things you know, maybe he could have done this, maybe he could have done that, right? When it comes to Obi Topic, right? That's the most he touched the ball, not, not got attempts when he had to shoot. That's the most he got the ball in fucking weeks. And that being the case, he got you 14 points just because he was able to touch the ball. Now, Emmanuel Quickly has been the entire bench production the last couple of weeks. But with that being said, you see, with him out, and he had to carry the scoring load, you see other people be able to touch the ball. Obi Toppin was one of those players. He gave you 14 points, right, in 11 minutes. He shot five or seven. Evan Fournier got 21 minutes. He shot three for nine. At some point, you cannot justify this with a straight face. The man is shooting better. He's more athletic. You can do more. This was his best game. You came up with 11 minutes for that. You went in your pocket. He asked for minutes. You gave him 11. You gave him 11 singles, fam. That is in that's insane. When you when you need bench production because the the person that's been carrying the bitch is not there. It's crazy. So here's what I learned with with Mitch' presence being gone. Absolutely needs, absolutely need Mitch because the difference on the boards has been night and day. However, Jericho Sims has better mobility when switching on to smalls. Right. So while we wasn't able to secure a whole lot of rebounds in yesterday in yesterday's game. When Derrick Sims was able to switch on to a Van Vliet or a Gary Trent, more mobile than what Mitch is able to do at this point. We haven't been able to utilize that function because we've been supplementing that with Isaiah Hartenstein. Okay, another failure. You tried oh, Evan Fournier yesterday, right? In a team that has basically all athletic wings, you choose your most unathletic player to then give you any type of energy in the game. Those was the two, the missed steal attempt in transition. (laughs) And him trying to get the ball to RJ who was next to him but somehow leads the fast break for the other end is the most old attempts at effort I have ever seen in my life. Those was the most unathletic plays that's like when Udadas Haslam tried to catch that lob, but worse, fam. That, it was like you tried, fam, and that's what you came up with? You really put your know, 100% effort, and that's what you came up with? Disgusting, bro. Disgusting. If y'all blaming the players at this point, a lot of people said RJ oh, didn't impact the game, fine. Julius Randle's not your favorite, fine. There's one problem with the team, right? And it is it's Tom Thibodeau, bro. Because even if all of these people are giving you like look at look at just some of the numbers from yesterday. You get 30 from RJ. You get 21 and 5 from Brunson. You get 23, 19 rebounds, and eight assists from Julius Randle, and you lose. There is nothing more that these people can do for you to get you a win. Nothing. The schemes have to be different. The sub-patterns have to be different. Feel for the game have to be different. Self-accountability has to be different. Cam Reddish could never give you five or six straight games with a donut on the box score. He never had that luxury, fam. Never. But Deuce McBride, because of effort, he can come in and give you literally nothing Because this is something you want to stick to? That is insane, bro. The rules got to apply the same for everybody. This is why certain people feel like they can be in the huddles. Certain people can't. Certain people is running in the coaching huddles, doing other things, thinking about other shit. Because the rules don't apply to everybody. If you are at the helm of the ship, you have to have some general area where you are good. The only thing you are good at is giving people minutes. That's starters. <laughs> That's the only thing you are good at. 30 plus minutes starters. And then you, every time you get to the press conference, when you ask about if somebody's injured, now you want to tell us about depth. Let me tell you how depth works. You use it when you also have the options. As well as when you don't have the option. That's what depth is. That means if somebody doesn't have it for 10 minutes. You go to a person that might have it for for five. You don't use it when it's only deemed necessary. This is the coach that I have to explain that shit to. He getting millions. I got to tell him this shit in a space. I work four jobs. But again, I'll say. For anybody who is judging the play, there's nothing more any of these players could do. They're doing everything, fam. They're literally doing everything this man tell them to do. And the results are this. Says
2: on you. You know, rest in peace, Fife Dog. Rest in peace, Fife Dog. You know what I'm saying? Had to jet over the Queens real quick. Listen, man, happy Monday. I already came through and said that. Let's change the energy. You know, it's we're we, we alive, we're breathing. <sighs> Some people ain't wake up today, you know. A um, lot of folks have lo- been losing their jobs lately. Um, I'm really sad to hear that. See what's going on with Google, Microsoft. Uh, I think the only big tech company that hasn't ha- hasn't done major layoffs has been Apple. So my heart goes out to all the people who have been affected by this. It's, a lot, of, it's, a, it's a, lot of, a lot of greed going on with respect to that. I'm hearing terrible stories. I'm hearing stories about people getting new jobs in December and then getting laid off in January. And it's just baffling to me because anybody who's worked in corporate knows that headcount is is accounted for and they know when they're doing layoffs. Like it's not something that just pops up. So how you could hire somebody in December and then fire them in January, that's that's just cruel and unusual punishment. Uh, I know that you come here to listen to the Knicks, but I don't really got shit to say about them dudes. Like, I'll be honest with you. I don't know how y'all sit through Tom Thibodeau press conferences because he's full of shit. That's a fact. Um, I was watching the game yesterday. I went to the bar. Was watching the game, and obviously the football game was on as well. So I was watching the football game. I was watching the basketball game, and early on, before I even got there, I was you know driving with the kids. We went to a party in Harlem, and Aria was DJing at the party. It was kind of dope. I put I put that on the timeline. Um, but yeah, she was DJing for the little kids. She had the she had the grown folks jamming. She played some Luther, like yo, the kids the kid is the kid is nice. So we listening to the game on. Um, on you know ninety eight point seven, in the car, and you know they're getting smacked in the first quarter, and it was it was right then that I said, wow, like if we keep getting these losses, maybe they'll fire tips, and I felt bad because you know I'm not a root to lose guy, right? But I was just like, I mean, shit, it kind of is what it is. I, I've talked a lot about the PTSD of last year. And 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 this feeling like we could pull another three and seventeen over the course of twenty games, and this be another lost season. Uh, we know that earlier in the year, when we got blown out by Dallas, that that Dolan went into the locker room and, and, and raised some hell, and then the team came out and they played some inspired basketball, and then they went on a five game losing streak, and then they came back and they played some some, some decent basketball, and now they're on a four game losing streak um, with really not a win in sight. And, you know, what? what's next? It, w- watching it every game, you know, being this dialed in as a fan base is a gift and a curse because, you know, when you, when you, when you swing, when you, when, when you go by every game, you know, it, it's like a pendulum. You know, it swings, it's, you know. Um, but I think when you've been seeing the same mistakes all year, it you know, at this point, it, it it's not an overreaction is what I'm getting at when when, when people are fed up and frustrated. You know, I, I came on here the other day and I said, I don't know why Obi Toppin one hasn't fired his agent, two hasn't requested a trade. Because it's it's egregious what this organization is doing to him. Now, for those who hate Obi Toppin, they'll tell you that when he was in the game. You know, I think for the three minutes or something like that, I saw some crazy stat. They said that, you know, we were outscored like 13 to 2, as if Obie is the only person on the court. Um, but, you know, if you feed the high hand and he was cooking, I saw, I saw somebody say, oh, he made a couple of threes. Like I, that's, just, that's just how we see the world. Like, he just, he just made a couple of threes. The guy had his best game since he's come back from injury and can't get more than 11 minutes. Like, how many times does Tibbs have to spit in Leon's face but Leon to be like, yo, fam, I'm not feeling that. Uh, like, obviously, not only are, not only do they misuse guys. We used to talk about a lack of development, right? So not only do they misuse these guys, they don't showcase them. So who the hell wants them? What could you get for Obi Toppin if you trade him right now? A late second? Who's giving you anything of value for a guy that you can't get more than 11 minutes? And they, and, and, and it's it, we talk about the Knicks tax. Here's the Knicks tax. You could buy low on Knicks players, and you can sell high when you're trading somebody to the Knicks. Hear what I'm saying? You can buy low on a Knicks player. They're not going to give you value for the Knicks player, and then they want to extract more value if you want to trade for a player. It's a a huge conundrum. I, I don't envy the front office's position, but... It is something that they brought on themselves. From the minute Leon Rose was hired, before the ink was dry, they said that he was going to hire Tom Thibodeau. He went through an exhaustive coaching search, interviewed about 12 different guys, Email Doka was one of them, and said, you know what, I'm going to take the guy that in 2019, when the Athletic polled the NBA players, he was the number one coach that these new NBA players didn't want to play for. That's who I'm going to take. And guess what? That first season, they struck gold. And they said, Oh man, there's more gold. Let's keep digging. And they ain't found shit. And this is an organization that doesn't know how to pivot. This is an organization that is 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 as stubborn as, as Tom Thibodeau is. So it's a match made in heaven. This 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 uh this this plane that's on fire. It's a match made in heaven. And again, I'm going to challenge the media. We need to get Ian in here. I'm going to challenge the media. I'm going to challenge Bondi. We don't have Berman anymore. Why are y'all not holding Thibodeau accountable? When they were winning games, you gave them love. When they lose games, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't give any smoke. Only from what I heard, only Worldwide West is out here saying, get this guy out of here. He don't know what he's doing. It's frustrating, but there's so much other things going on in the world. I don't want y'all to get too frustrated with this because you don't have any control over the Knicks. You don't have any control over the roster moves. You don't have any control over the rotation. You don't have any control. You don't have control over the fucking whack ass chicken that they serve at the garden. You have no control.
3: Hey, hey. so don't get don't,
2: don't 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 get all up in a tizzy over this squad when you have no control. So I, I leave you with this. Today is Monday. You're blessed. You're beautiful. You are intelligent. Spend your time wisely. Don't spend it arguing about the Knicks.
0: Love. I, I didn't I didn't want to interrupt you, but I do have to defend the chicken at Madison Square Garden because it's one one location, one spot in there. That uh, that makes some great chicken. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, it, you get special no, chicken. I'm talking about no, regular people. Uh, no, chicken. no, no, Moselle. <laughs> please write write us. What's the spot? If we can remember, it's in the garden. It's it's a it's a walk up. They got the shit under the under a light, so you know it got mad chemicals in it. But it has this this seasoning on it, man. Woo! Shit's good, man. It's good good chicken. I'm gonna start bringing the co-host up. Uh, but I do have to make the, I have to make mention of this, um, Cedric. I'm so glad you you decided to grow locks. You look like fucking Mr. Potato Head with no locks, man. You look crazy, bro. You look nuts.
2: Let me tell you how you're lying to you. A little scary. Okay? Let me tell you something. Let me scary. tell you something. Me without the locks, especially when the waves nah. is on.
0: Very that fly. video Very you fly. posted, so
2: I'm not, I, I'm not, I'm not taking, I'm not taking what you're saying. That sir.
0: video you posted is kind of, kind of, kind of weird. Listen, coming from another person who I think I look better with here. There was a moment I was going through a Bruno Mars, Bruno Mars stage, with my uh, I had a curly high flat tap, flat flat top. I didn't know what I was doing myself. to Be honest, not my finest moment. But you, sir, that video you posted, you look like an Abu Gone. Oblong, you know, remember the the oblongs? Anybody know what I'm talking about? Nobody knows. It's I know a, exactly what cartoon? you're talking about. It
2: was on the cartoon. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, what
0: you're talking about. All right, all right. I'm glad you you, you. you know,
5: you made it. You
4: made it sound wild Jamaican though. You said oblongs, but I don't
0: know. My mouth isn't moving how I expected it. A. That's Relax. what she says. Relax. That's what Relax. she says. Yo, oblong, Ob- oblong. All right, whatever. All right, let's get to
2: these co-hosts. Uh, did... Yo, shout out to shout out to Julius, Julius Randall Apologist. Uh, you all here? Go ahead, Bethany. You out here looking all good in your in your profile? I see you.
0: She, yeah, you know she is a Julius Randall apologist now that I think about it. But uh, honestly, this year, I'm gonna be honest. Before I go to you, Jay Nick, I'm gonna say this. I I think. I am I I respect Julius Randle apologists way more than I respect RJ Barrett apologists this year. I'm just gonna just be honest. The RJ Barrett apologists have literally been the bane of my existence. Uh this year I'll take a, a Julius apologist. You motherfucking RJ apologists, man. Listen. Man, listen. And if motherfucking the Washington Wizards trade Rui to motherfucking the Lakers for Kendrick Nunn and
3: I'm
6: two,
0: and, and two second-round picks right now? If if the only asking price for Rui Hachimura is Kendrick fucking Nunn and two second-round picks right now, I'm about to go crazy. I'm about to go fucking crazy. I
4: just want to ask, was it strategic that you... Do some shade at RJ Apologist and you're immediately going to J Dickie.
0: I not want to oh, say. Oh no, it. no, it's just
6: he usually <laughs> goes first. But that's, <laughs> just, that's just
4: good. That's just good production. Yo, yo, good
6: Breeze, production right Breeze is throwing mad kerosene it's on the plane right now. It's the shoe
4: <laughs> We
0: got bigger fish to fry. Rui is about to go to the fucking Lakers. We got bigger fish to fry. For poops on the dollar, bro. Like for K- nothing. Kendrick, Nunn? For nothing. And 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 like
2: two first round picks. I'd give him like a. T- Does anybody remember that Kendrick Nunn curved us? <laughs> like, that was
0: one of like our he, worst moments.
2: They tried to get Kendrick Nunn, and he said no. I just want to. I just want everybody to always remember that.
6: That was bad. Um, uh, that'll ruin Rui. my morning. That was bad. That <laughs> damn, did,
0: <laughs> Kendrick Nunn did definitely said, "I want no parts of New York Knicks." Now nah, he's about to go play in Washington. Good for him. But Rui. When the rich get richer, man. What the fuck is wrong with the NBA, bro? What 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 the... F- oh, Rui did not practice with the Wizards today due to an excused personal absence. What the fuck is wrong with the NBA? Bro? Yo, you're tight about this.
2: <laughs> I can't hear it in your voice. Yo, you gotta let J. Nicky get off.
0: <laughs> I'm just... Let no, him Cook I I have no, I have no oh yeah it's, it's happening they're in the final stages of completing this deal to acquire Hachimura for a package that includes three second round picks oh fucking go ahead Jay Mickey go, go ahead Jay Mickey go ahead I don't
6: yeah <laughs> you can't segue to me after you wow um good afternoon good morning everybody um I hope y'all doing uh hope y'all doing all right, man. Said 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 um some pretty powerful stuff, man. Take care of yourselves, love yourselves, cherish every moment of your lives because the Knicks is really not worth it. The stress level, the blood pressure, I don't know what age you are, but that stuff piles up and it's just not worth it. But to this team, I'm bringing it back. First and foremost, fire Tom Thibodeau. Oh, it's that time again. I feel like everybody said I was um I was uh crazy when I said around game 11, whatever it was that this team was just like I had no excitement for the team and it's, I think it's starting to reach around everybody else. And my point always about it was it wasn't the team. It was Tom Thibodeau. I already, I knew, I seen the ceiling. I seen it. I seen where the ceiling was. I knew what this team was able to accomplish. He cannot bring us anywhere else. Like at all. The fact, it's exactly what Bree said that you can have somebody go 20 and 20, have another guy go 37 and five and you lose is crazy. That is crazy. And you didn't even lose by, like, two. Like, the, the final score don't really even show the game, in my opinion. Like, we was getting cracked the majority of that game, except for when Obi brought us back, that little spurt in the third. We was getting cracked. We were getting cracked. For Coach, your Colin Carter's defense, yo, we're bottom two in our last two games in defense in the entire league. We're bottom 10 in our last 10, I believe, and then bottom 15 in our last 12. Like, bro, like, what are you doing? what is your specialty now cuz your offense is trash and it's not even trash for the sake that you know um you know you don't have the talent it's trash cuz there's no movement every set is run from the top of the key every set we don't throw no flare from the elbows we don't like we don't get nothing from the corner to the opposite like nothing we have no dynamic offense whatsoever whatsoever i'm tired of seeing he's now the penguin that's his nickname for me now he's the penguin i'm tired of seeing that quarter zip penguin on the sidelines every like i'm bro shut up you don't know who go retire somewhere count your bread get a hair transplant they got those now my brother do something just stop coaching the knicks i'm so tired of it like i watch each game expecting to lose now and i hate that it's not even i'm rooting for the l i'm just expecting it now As much as I can lie to myself and say, oh, we have the talent to compete, but our coach can't compete. We get out-coached game after game. It's nasty. The fact that Obi Toppin can come in the game in 14 minutes, no, in 10 minutes, score 14 points, and you don't find more minutes for him, you're a bad coach. But you can somehow play 23 minutes for Evan Fournier, who can't play defense, literally out there to do one thing and one thing alone. And he had eight points. Isaiah Hartenstein. Had more minutes than Obi. And I think had what? Three, six points? Something like? Come on, bro. What are you? Are you blind? I'm tired of hearing you have to watch the tape. You were there courtside for the game. What were you watching? Why do you have to go back and watch tape? You were there. LeBron can quote play by play a whole game in a press conference. You gotta go watch tape to figure out what went wrong. My man, you're the reason why it went wrong. You're the one drawing up the plays. You're the one making the subs. I'm tired of it, bro. I'm tired. Get him out of here. I know it's not gonna happen. And that's the worst part about it. Because I can say this to I'm blue in the face. All of us can't. It's not going to happen. This man went three and seventeen in 20 games, didn't get fired. That is malpractice. What job can you have where out of a month you show up three times and still keep your job? Tell me. Tell me. It's ridiculous, man. Casey I appreciate y'all. Let me be very clear.
0: No one's screaming about a Rui Hachimura trade. We're screaming at the fact that now that is another team that is off the fucking market for Cam Reddish. Where the fuck are we trading Cam Reddish to? Anybody want to tell me? Where the fuck are we we where are we trading Cam Reddish to? And for who? And for what? You the, the Lakers are now out. 'Cause I, I I doubt they're going to trade for Rui and also Cam Reddish. Where are we trading Cam Reddish to? What what we have an asset sitting there that might just fucking we might lose. Anybody anybody remember that Cam Reddish is uh a free agent this summer? Anybody know that? So we traded a first round pick to get him. Cannot play him, and now we may not even. We, and then didn't use him. Oh, we about to go. Oh, sorry. Orlando just said we we're about to get uh, Sergi Baca in a second round pick from the fucking from the Milwaukee Bucks. All right, who's next? Who's next? Um. All right, next take, Jake. What's up, man?
7: Yo, what's up, y'all? Good morning. Good afternoon. Still on the morning side.
2: Oh, okay. here comes a depressed guy.
7: Don't worry, Seth. I got something for you. <laughs> look, hey, the, the Cam rider situation, look, Julito, that's not an asset. Assets don't get 25 straight DMPs and you mismanage an asset so badly that all of the NBA knows that all they got to do is wait a few more months and they can get them for free. That's not an asset. That's a, that's a sunk hole. That's a mismanagement of, of, of assets and investments. That's what that is. Oh well, look, I'm going I'm to go ahead and get to this take. And I, and I just really have a few questions. How long do I need to keep waiting to say that we are seeing a replay of what we've seen each season with this damn coach? How long do I need to wait to say that Tom Thibodeau can't set a rotation, that he chooses his players based off his own preference rather than performance? How long do I need to wait until I can say that these schemes are outdated, and how long do I have to wait to confirm that Tibbs runs his players into the ground? There are literally videos of player interviews in Minnesota and Chicago saying that that Tibbs has an over-preference for certain players and gives no run to others, that he runs his own players into the ground, and that players have to come out publicly and say that Tibbs doesn't utilize his bench. So when i'm told that i'm observing these things on a year-to-year basis almost at a guarantee that it's going to happen again i got an agenda i want to be miserable right right sir all all i'm saying is your take today sound real miserable right now because to me the the real agendas are blaming a kid who shows up to work every day and trains individually with rick brunson to stay ready despite being given no reason to why he isn't playing, all that gas that he sucks and he just must have a bad attitude, and that's why he's not playing. An agenda is calling an eighth overall pick a bust because he isn't good enough to supplant Julius Randle, and that means that he must just suck. But he was better on a per-minute basis than him last night. Where the fuck are the excuses? Because I want more now. All I heard was excuses. So I want people to keep excusing where we are right now. Because all I've heard is these excuses that, 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 that you know, these problems were not real a month ago. So I want, I want more of the excuses. This team is destined for failure as long as Leon and Tibbs are here. And they wonder why I talk the way that I do. It's because I realized after hoping Tibbs would change that he's been doing the same shit for over a decade. Fire them. That's all I got.
0: I'm going to be honest. Um, your unintentional breaths you're taking mid-take were very uncomfortable for me and for my friends as well. So I'm going to um, bid you I adieu.
7: Mean, uh, I, I got some allergies today. So I'm, I'm
0: no, doing. it's all right. Just mute yourself, man. I don't want to hear any more
7: of it. Cause all right, bro.
0: Because the breath you took to get off mute was even more uncomfortable for me and the rest of my friends so i'm gonna ask you to never unmute again at least for
2: january 23rd 2023 i appreciate you man you have a good one jake i also want you to change your profile picture i just feel like i need something new from you man you know what i feel like said i feel like his eye he's unmuting. I, i told you about yourself
0: jake i don't want to hear your breath anymore but this is my opinion about his picture uh, said, I feel th- the way that Jake looks at his picture is if he if you took the glasses off, he'd have his eyes, like, bright open staring at you. Anybody else feel that way? Like, if you took the glasses oh, that, off, me. it's like he's literally just in a dead stare <coughs> looking at you. Are you
5: saying he's, like, the post office worker in Men in Black? Fucking mute yourself. All right. Left. <clears throat> Shout out to Ari's Uptowns.
0: He always fucks my jokes up, man.
5: Always.
0: You are not a fucking host up here. Fucking God. Nelson, talk, man. What's good, those
1: sad breeze. Shout out to everybody in the room. Um, Listen, man. The fact that this guy has done everything that he's done and still has a job. I don't know who he has intel on, what secrets he's hiding, what he has in his little apartment in Connecticut, or whatever he lives, the nuclear codes—I don't know what this is, but this is just unacceptable. Like, you know, Breeze, you know, had uh, the point about who, um, how RJ had 37, 37 and five. Randall had a, you know, a twenty-three and nineteen game, and you still lose. And Jim Brunson had twenty-one and five. But the fact that in your right mind, you had a guy who you're playing literally out of necessity because you have no choice because your 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 best bench scorer is out with a sore knee due to whom I wonder why playing 40 minutes every night. You haven't scored 12 points in seven minutes or 14 to 10 since we'll just talk about the whole game, yet he only played 10 to 11 minutes. Any p- coach in their right mind is like, hey, this guy just gave me 12 points in seven minutes. Maybe I should play him for about 20 to 25 and see what he could get me. But No. You have him sitting on the bench. You have him standing in the corner for three pointers when he's actually more of a guy who can slash to the rim, get you a dunk, you know, get get some quick baskets in transition, alley oops, all so, all sorts of things, and you just misuse them. Every single player on this team, it feels like, is being misused. Tom Thibodeau just has no. I don't know if his head's in the clouds. I don't know where he is. I think he needs a psychological test because it is inexcusable to the. It is inexcusable why this team, considering when you when he does play them to their strengths for about five minutes every other week, is like, you know, our top notch. And then, you know, every other game is just like, yeah, I'm just gonna, you know, dribble handle, dribble handle. All right, somebody take a three in my turn, your turn basketball, and they end up losing. There is no reason why this guy has a job after a three seventeen stretch. And he, why he should be having a job right now considering the Knicks are about to go on another three seventeen stretch the way these last couple weeks have been going. It This is just absolutely ridiculous. I don't understand how a guy who can mismanage assets, mismanage rotations, mismanage schemes, mismanage, um, mismanage game management, just mismanage literally everything from one to 15 on this team, including a guy who can really help this team and has been sitting on the bench for 25 straight games, how this guy still has a job. And honestly, I'm not, I can't even criticize the players anymore because this is how bad we've got. Granted, players have bad games. It's okay. But when your players are having – when the, when players are having decent games and you're still mismanaging them or you have guys like even a quickly who had a 4-for-4 four four game I think a couple weeks ago and then finished the game 5-for-5 five five and barely played, nothing absolutely makes sense. It does not make sense how – literally breeze you put you brought up last yesterday's numbers how about the atlanta game when they shot 71 percent at the half or only a three and then finish the game of 59 percent shooting and you lose by 15 like like how does this make sense how in the world are you putting up all these crazy numbers for games and you're losing them all of this is literally unacceptable, and honestly, I'm looking forward to the trade down line to see how bad the Knicks screw this up. Because I'm gonna laugh when they trade Cam Reddish for Ted Cruz face, and we have him on the Knicks. Appreciate y'all. I'm out of here. Thank you, Julito.
0: Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm with you. The blame should. Uh, fully be on Tibbs, the, you know, the front office, all of that. But we're not going to act like Quentin Grimes don't be out there giving us absolutely nothing on offense most of the time we play. We're not going to act like that. We're not going to act like Deuce McBride is literally does nothing offensively coming off the bench. We're not going to act like these, these motherfuckers ain't doing not a goddamn thing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Deuce McBride has averaged two points in like 15 games. We're not going to act like that. Quentin Grimes, I need more from you, Nick. I, I need more from you. Just my opinion here.
8: All right, uh, Dave, what's up, man? What's up? What's up? Shout out KCDA. First time being here, can't believe I'm here. Um, <laughs> this is a fucking Twitter space. Shut up, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real. Mean, mean, you can't believe you're nah, nah, here. I mean, I mean, a here, Twitter space. No, because it's like ever since like two years and it's I just been hearing, hearing, hearing like know, I know. Okay, sure.
0: but I'm to get to <laughs> My God, my God. I appreciate you. How you been? You been all right, man? Yeah, I've been cool, I've been cool, but <laughs> that's my Honestly- brother. That's my guy right here. See, I know him in real life. Uh this is my guy. Show Dave some love.
2: Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, Dave, you have amazing calves. <laughs> uh,
8: thanks, I, I guess. I, what? I, don't, I don't really know how to take that comment. now. Bullet. Um but anyways, back to the back to the thing. Um it's very hard being a Knicks fan. Because I feel as if, like, being a Knicks fan is just, like, they play with you all the time. Like, the eight-game win streak was fun, but now look where we are right now. I feel as if the people who complain about Tibbs, Tibbs is just going to be Tibbs. This nigga is 75 years old. He ain't going to change. It's just that simple. My problem is Leon Rose. I don't know what the fuck this guy is doing. It's like, you have all these picks. You tell us we have all these picks. We have this great future. And yet... You don't do anything with them. And then you see that we're missing pieces, and then you don't do anything with these picks to trade. You see that all these teams is making these moves, and yet you don't do anything. You have Cam Reddish here, who was an opportunity. Cam Reddish was a perfect opportunity to rob the Hawks. And now he's just sitting on the fucking bench, not doing anything. You have Evan Fournier out here playing 20 minutes a game. What is going on? It's just complete, it's just complete, complete, complete. I just don't understand it. And It's very frustrating. And the more I keep going on, the more mad I'm going to get. And it's only 12. It's only like 1 o'clock, so I don't want to get too angry in the afternoon. So I'm just going to leave it there, and we should bring Mo Bamba back to New York City. And that's all I'm going to say. All right, man. Dave, appreciate you, man. Yeah, we
0: haven't talked about the Mo Bamba situation in a while. I think I'd much rather see... Never mind. Never mind. They're not getting rid of iHeart, man. I, I I don't see them getting rid of eye, heart. Um God damn it! I can't believe. Look
2: at that brother's calves. That man works out. <laughs> like he looks like a freaking linebacker with those calves.
0: Oh, come on, man. Why do you go and stare at people's profile pictures when they come up?
2: I just I I, I want to get to know people. I want you know, wanna understand who, who, I'm, who I'm talking to.
0: <sighs> All right, man. Trade freaking starting. They called them Frankenstein. All right. Um, Papa left your hand is up for what? I don't know when I you know I was going to you next, but all
5: right. Go ahead, Yo, what's going on? Um so <laughs> I'm a little bit confused right now because I was watching Raw Hebrews podcast uh a week ago and he was telling me, you know, the Knicks are ninth in offensive rating. Enjoy the journey. Enjoy the journey, Knicks fans. Enjoy it. Stop complaining. Stop talking about all these issues. Enjoy the journey. And then uh, literally a week ago, I'm called an anti-fan by the Knicks wall because I didn't vote for Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson because I'm complaining about this team. And the funny thing is like eight-game winning streak, four-game losing streak, random win, spin the block, four-game losing streak, five-game winning streak. The team is still the same. It's the same team you've been watching the entire season. It's the same product. I asked the, I asked the fans, just tell me this. What is one win that made you proud of this team and was able to translate to games in May? We keep beating the Wizards and the Pistons and the Wizards again, and then we're going to the finals, and we call everybody miserable and call everybody negative. Where are all these people that are enjoying the process on the, on the stage today? Tell me how come we can't fucking run an offense against a 2-3 zone? Why are we sending Isaiah Hartenstein flashing up to set a screen and he doesn't no one's passing towards the middle. He's literally waltzing around the perimeter as a non-threat. Why, why can't we why can't we be normal in any facet of our organization? Why can the Toronto Raptors wake up in their organization against us? Every time they play us, the Toronto Raptors have a bright future. And then every time we're not playing Toronto, they suck. Can somebody explain that to me? Can somebody get the pom-poms out and the knee pads out and explain to me what I'm not seeing with my own two eyes? That That's all I want. Because it's like, as as soon as things go wrong... It's, oh, I I went to the Knicks game, and I'm so upset. I'm so upset this team let me down. Oh, oh, fire Tibbs, fire Tibbs. Tibbs is the same coach for the last three years, for the last 10 years. Rick Brunson's been his assistant in Chicago and Minnesota. Nothing has changed. There is nothing different at all about anything that is happening. He dug up Todd Gibson and Derrick Rose. put him on this team he's benching cam reddish for evan fournier and then he gets in the he gets in the post game and says it's because of size cam reddish is two inches taller and 13 pounds heavier fucking ck2k gets dragged by fucking cheerleading knee pad nick's twitter he's the nicest guy in the world Julito hosted a show with Nick's Fan TV with him. He's the nicest guy ever. He's so nice. I met him in Las Vegas. He wasn't talking about hoes or fucking blackjack. He was talking about cheese chili fries that he really likes at this random spot in Vegas. Y'all let Evan Fournier, who looked like a fucking dwarf. While R.J. Barrett had a game-tying or a game-winning and one dunk, depending on your vantage point, he's standing there like fucking grumpy of the seven dwarfs in 4K. In 4K, he's standing there. Oh, okay. And then he gets on Twitter. This is the narrative you guys are going with now? Newsflash to intelligent beings of Nick's Twitter. Anytime someone says narrative, negative, miserable, or agenda, they are inept and able to fucking debate. They don't want to debate. That's why they're not on the stage today talking about basketball. Oh, let's talk basketball. Why well, are you going all oh, with your narratives? Then why can't we be the 2-3 zone in the NBA? All
0: right. All right, Pavlov. Mute yourself. Thank you.
4: Can I <laughs> ask a couple of questions because I'm, I'm sorry. I, I hate to be the guy, but I actually like being the guy. I just hate publicly being the guy. For one, all right, so so th- this tweet in question from C-T- CK2K was it not a stray? Because I know you like the dude, but it was a stray. So if somebody comes because they got shot and they're addressing the bullet, why are we acting like he did nothing? Because he's because a Evan a, like, Fournier, I'll tell you
5: why. And please give me a second to answer, please, please, please. Because make please, it a second, please. Though, I got please, another question. Please then. let me answer this because I want it to make sense. Evan Fournier doesn't have a campaign against his personhood as to why he's getting DMPS. Cam Reddish does. Good night. Okay.
4: Uh, second thing. Uh, did did you add, did you get like added for the for the next wall thing for the for the uh, anti fan thing? I see the episode. I don't think it was any direct shots. I will I, I will mean, send
5: you a video of the direct tweet that that video was referencing. And if you want to deny that, oh, okay. then deny it.
4: I'm not denying it. I'm just, I'm, it's, it's a lot of record label beef, and I
5: just need information. When people come hey man, on the forum, they, they, right. they make 3K sack. on YouTube. i shaking for that. Sound like Hey Y'all video.
0: Peace. All right. Uh, all, right. All, right. all right. Thanks. Appreciate guys. it. Bye, boy. All right. What I will say is where Papa Left was really, really spitting was when he said we can't be the 2-3 zone. I think that's the most important part of his entire fucking rant just now and that's crazy we really can't be the fucking 2-3 zone so when we like talk about all this other shit like trades all of this shit that we conjure up so we can keep conversations going keep conversing that, that's not proper English so we can keep conversing about this New York Knicks team The one of the most important parts is that this coach who they just celebrated getting his 100th win he can't figure out a way to beat the 2-3 zone. I think the fact that he's still a coach on his team and you can't figure out a way to beat the 2-3 zone or this front office who can't figure out a way to put players on the floor that can beat the 2-3 zone, the fact that the only consistent shooter we have I, I I don't I don't I didn't lose my train of thought. I just instantly realized that I don't give a fuck about this team in, in enough to keep getting myself riled up. Not this specific. I love the New York Knicks. This specific team, I'm not even going to finish my sentence for them. Southside, close us
3: out. Yo, KCDA, what's going on? Breeze, Lito said, listen, I'm not going rag on RJ said. I ain't doing that today. I ain't going to talk about the midget shooting guard that plays point guard on TV. I'm not going to do that, Lito. I ain't doing that. I ain't going to talk about fucking Landry Field stunt, double. I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm in line with everybody else. We need to turn the heat up on Leon Rose and Tibbs. Since we don't have Mark Bourbon, but we have our Twitter voices, and especially our voices at the Garden, we need everybody to turn up. Yo, know, every time there's a bad run, every time Fournier gets put in the game and Obi is taken out, we need booze. We need fire tips, We need heat. Not that motherfucking electric stove they forcing y'all to get. We need that old school gas stove heat. Shit where my grandmother had to throw the fucking matches on there or a piece of newspaper just to light that bitch up. So we could get some curry gold rice and peas in. And Steve Cavett. Shout out to my uh, Jamaicans up here. We need to turn up the heat, y'all. Like, every single time. Like, no more of this beef and anti-fan versus fucking, I don't know if they're good fans or positive fans. Fuck all that shit. The product is what it is. And the product won't get better as long as Tibbs is dead and as long as Leon is sitting on his ass. Like y'all said before, we got Cam Reddish here, and now this motherfucker ain't gonna be traded. We ain't gonna use him and we ain't gonna trade him. That's the most asinine shit ever. And I hear, I hear reports of Bullocks and Baca and now motherfucking Grayson Allen. Like, what we doing? This is like a fucking Tibbs wet dream to go get a fucking Grayson Allen. Another unathletic scrappy motherfucker who's gonna get pumped by dudes with real talent. I'm just done. with It ain't even emotional because I don't like the team. I've made that clear, right? People use that against me, but I don't give a shit. There's only maybe a couple dudes that I actually like on the team, so I really don't like the team. I just love the Knicks, you know what I mean? Fortunately or unfortunately, but we got to turn up the heat. No more this beefing with each other. The beef is with the Knicks. This is a terrible product. Nobody here signed up three years ago he said that yo, Leon Rose and Well I Was West is gonna give us this product. Steve Mills left a, a little rip-year state, right? A little seat at the table, gave the dude a chance to add the fucking size, get some wine, do some shit. This motherfucker threw Hans 57 on the state and said, here, here y'all go. You know what I'm saying? This is bullshit, bro. So it, it ain't I ain't going, I ain't going in on no players. It's about Leon, it's about Tibbs, and it's about us turning up that motherfucking heat. I'm at Peace of the gods. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, the the
0: Washington Wizards just got the Lakers. Not even the Lakers didn't even trade their second round pick. The Lakers traded Chicago's second round pick for next for this year, and they also traded their own 2029 second round pick. And you mean to tell me? All right. Okay, um, we we're gonna keep we're gonna go to a few more people real quick. Um, Deuce, what's up, man? Yo,
9: what's good. Did y'all hear me? Yes, sir. It's so, yes. a long time to talk. Uh, shout out to y'all. Uh, just a few quick points, my brothers. Uh, first off, Obi Toppin, I, I just joined this uh, space. So I don't know if y'all talk about this, but um, this Obi Toppin situation is just crazy. It's crazy. This guy was a number, I think, ninth pick in the draft. He's healthy right now. He's barely playing. 8th, eight, eight, eight. <laughs> sorry, thanks. He's the 8th he's the pick in the draft by the New York Knicks. Not, we didn't trade for that, that. We drafted him at number 8, and he's barely playing. He looked good last night in the first half. He barely played in the second half, which is crazy for a team that didn't have Emmanuel quickly playing last night, which is our, basically our number one guy off the bench. Like, And on top of that, Harden's He was a little better last night, but we still needed somebody. You could play him at the 3 or the 4, it don't matter. But I say that to say this if he's a free agent coming up, let's say he was a free agent this summer, how would you even know what to pay him? Like, real talk, how would you even know to give him $5 million, $10 million? This, There could be a team out there that's like, you know what, New York Knicks are, are dumb. We've seen, you know, some talent there. Let's cost him $15 million. How do we even assess what we pay him this summer? That, like, just on the basis of just judging your your assets, we should be playing him. Just on that alone. Forget the fact that it'll help our team. Just on judging his, like, his... uh. His, his contract for whatever he's going to get paid. Just on that fact alone, he going to be playing. It's, it's crazy. It makes no sense. Those Raptor fans on the timeline saying, damn, thank God he ain't played that dude and barely in the second half after he was cooking us in the first half. Uh, and then number two, I don't know if, Holuto you mentioned this. I know I, I got cut off when you mentioned uh, the Rui trade. Um, Rui's kind of similar to Reddish. They're both former lottery picks. Now, imagine this. Rui's playing. He's actually playing. I believe he's starting for them. And he just got three second-round picks. Do y'all really think we're going to get anything? If that dude that's starting and actually kind of producing and was a former lottery pick at three-second-round picks, do y'all really think Reddish is going to get us anything? Maybe one second-round pick, if that. Like, like, he's way more valuable just to play than in the trade. I don't get that at all. It's a dumb situation. Uh, I was not on fire Tibbs because, I, you know, I don't let him like him. But now I'm back to fire Tibbs. This guy does not help our team at all. Um, yeah, fuck
0: him. Yeah. Appreciate y'all. Peace. Yeah, I'm I'm nervous, man. I'm nervous with this Cam Reddish shit. Uh yeah, Rui just put up his career high. He well he tied his career high last night. And now the yeah, to t- great point. He's playing and it was only two second round a twenty twenty nine second round at that. What the fuck is the market for Cam Reddish now? For a guy that's just dying on the bench. What's the market?
2: I, I don't know. We shout to Rui though, man. Shout to him going to LA, dog. LA is popping. You know what I'm saying so. Like, good, yo, go, 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 get it, bro. Get, you know, get, get, get after it, my G.
0: Yeah, uh, we're about to have fucking Grayson Allen. All right, uh, State, what's up,
2: man?
10: Trading Cam Reddish for Grayson Allen is a clear sign of racism. Um, this shit is dog shit, man. This is dog shit, man. I'm sick as hell because last night. I was at a baby shower, and I was drinking Henny in the rain, laughing with my mans, right? Because I was proud of him because he's having a son. Um, This is disgusting. This is disgusting. We went from Donovan Mitchell to fucking Reggie Bullock and Grayson Allen. Eddie, I told your dumbass shut the fuck up about Kyle Kuzma for about a week and a half. Because once Shams put out the report that Rui is going to be traded, that means the Wizards is going to extend Kyle Kuzma, dickhead. This is the reason why I said stop mentioning Kyle Kuzma more than my mother because he won't be a Nick. And then now Rui is a Laker so that effectively destroys Cam Reddits to the Lakers' rumors. So now... We basically bought an old sour last year, put it on the refrigerator. We didn't put no containers over it. We didn't cover it. We just put the pounder. We just put the old weed on the refrigerator, and we left it there. And it's still there. year later, it's stale as fuck. And now Leon Rose is trying to take the the old weed now off the refrigerator and present it to teams. We're done. But here's the underlying thing to everything. This is why I'm low key happy right now. All the kids are playing, the assets are being shown on the court. Tibbs will continue to lose. I told Charlotte, her young ass, she ain't seen more basketball than me. I didn't see as much basketball as she lived on this fucking planet. 22 years of me watching basketball. She's 22 years old. I told Charlotte the Knicks will be going on an eight-game losing streak a couple of days ago, and people jumped me like company men. So just sit back, relax. You know, Papa left, Jay, Julito said. And let's enjoy these losses because they're about to pile up. And once these losses pile up, my birthday January 25th. Tibbs should be fired January 31st, the day we play the Lakers. If he's not fired, by all means, let's keep losing with him, Then I have nothing else to say, man. Y'all keep company manning and letting Tibbs and Cole drag his old-ass ball sack across our faces. You fucking company man. I hate company man. I hate him.
0: Why do them. You, keep, why you keep coming in my space talking about company man with football?
2: Two hours, uh, hours Nah, hold on, and hold is, on, man. Nah, hold on. You got a man is here talking about, about dragging balls across your face. Like, where's the AO? Where's the
10: pause? Was, ain't no pause, pause right now. What the pause what? is the Knicks? What the Knicks is a pause? The what? Knicks is a pause. <laughs> we ain't no pause in nothing. He, he was drinking Hennessy with his man right. outside in the rain. What is this? A fucking Ray J video? Uh, Motherfucker, I was thinking of Mario.
0: Okay? All right. Mute yourself. Mute yourself, man. Mute yourself, man. That visual was crazy. (laughs) Mute yourself, man. I just don't want him to keep coming in here saying company men in here. Say the timeline is company men in. We just talked about him being off the tee, being fired for an hour and 15 minutes. He's
2: so mad at Eddie. What does Eddie be saying in these other spaces? I, I, do,
10: I don't even know who Eddie is. I, I, do I do it in every spaces, not just y'all. I do it in. I, I do Who it the fuck
2: space. is Eddie?
10: Yo, Eddie, please oh, come Eddie. up if you're here. Nah, I don't fucking <laughs> approach, man. I don't want to let. I don't want to hear him screaming about Kyle Kuzma for an hour. Fuck him. Who the fuck
6: is Eddie? NBA cap whiz. He the one that be talking about all the money. He the one that yeah. said in 2025 we can go get Jokic and Giannis because the money will work. Eddie be whining. Oh nah! I don't want to
0: talk to anybody that thinks that. I'm sorry. I don't want to talk to any human being that 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 thinks that Denver Nuggets is giving up. We book. don't.
5: First of all, we don't need you at Giannis. We got R.J.
2: Barrett. J. Nicky,
0: come on, bro. Right. Oh,
2: getting depressed. Yo, where is Eddie? <laughs> like, I got it, like this is second time f- State came here
10: cursing Eddie out. I just need to talk to Eddie, B. Who the fuck is Eddie? Yo, you know who he is. I, I I need the Knicks to do something. I need them to do something. <laughs> Why do you sound
5: like Arnold Swanson nigga though? <laughs> <laughs> I <Eddie laughs> don't sound like that. Uh. You want me to do Eddie? I'll 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 do an invitation. No, 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 no. I'll do Mario, Dominic, <laughs> and Eddie asking Julito to play their favorite song. How about that?
0: Do it, do it as soon as this space ends. On your own space, <laughs> not gonna do that space here. You only get one impersonation a month every three months on this space, man. You're not gonna do Yo, any... yo Hold on,
2: I got, I got a question. I got a question. Yo, Papa left, man. I heard you was, um, I heard you hosted spaces during other people's uh host, hosted space Spite. time, like fight space. Time. Spite space. It was, I was, you, what's it, was I you, bro? like, you out here. <laughs> what type of shit are you on?
0: <laughs> I'm an evil motherfucker. Didn't he tell you that? At this point, at this point, nobody got time spaces anymore. Besides KCDA, known <laughs> every other
5: time frame is up in the air and available.
10: How to all can you accuse me of that
5: when literally
2: I'm spiting the spite space? That was the whole point of it. Remember? I just thought it was interesting. I just... Thought, I will say that Brutus has a time. I think. I think. I'm just glad your spot.
5: lights are still on here at KCDA. That's all I'm saying. All right.
9: All right. All right. All right.
5: <laughs> y'all know the rules. Stay out
0: the way. Stay sucker free. Do what you got to do on the timeline. Hopefully, you made the pod. Love you all. I'll uh, see y'all on Motherfucking Wednesday. Take care of yourselves. Till we meet again. Peace out.